Welcome into another edition of the Taken All Wrong podcast, a uh, gopher podcast of sorts, uh, and coming off a big victory uh, weekend over Nebraska. I am Jeff, uh, as always, joined each and every week by the three gentlemen that you have uh, logged on, hit the play button, and are here to hear. Um, the man who enjoys rowing the boat, especially last week, more than anyone else on the internet, he is the one, the only, J.D. Mill. Hello, J.D. Hey, how y'all doing? No singing this week? No, not yet. It's coming. Don't worry. Spontaneous. Good stuff. Um, from parts unknown somewhere in the great state of Minnesota, could be the North Shore, could be the North Woods. He could be driving down your street right now as we're doing the podcast. It's Matt O'Connell. Hello, Matt. Good evening, gentlemen. And there is a strong likelihood I am outside of one of our listeners' windows uh, looking at them change right now. It's not, it's not peeping. It's just peering in. That's all it is. Yeah, it's it's relatively innocent, um, and I would like to say that uh, I am looking forward to the all musical edition of Topod um, coming soon to a listening device near you. Coming soon, uh, and last but certainly not least, the hardest working blogger on the internet, Gophers or otherwise, uh, and he also for some reason wouldn't officially recognize two of our three listeners on the podcast on Twitter. It's Brothy Gopher. Good evening. Yeah, you know, I, I absolutely picked up on uh, Jeremy's singing last week for the Rocky montage. I'm not going to pick up on MOC's Peeping Tom routine. So, hey, guys. Hi, guys. Welcome. Um, football stuff. Can we do that first? Good jerk. That's, that's our specialty. You guys are already getting in. Later, we're going to talk about who's a better hugger, but we'll, we'll save that uh, riveting piece of information. Um, Gophers defeat Nebraska. They might have just scored again, and I think got another first down rushing. Um, quite the performance. Um, JD, you were there in person. It's the offense we've been waiting to see, dying to see for years and years and years, and it happened. Was it finally the offense we wanted to see? Was it ter- terrible Nebraska defense or a little of all of the above? Well, so it, I think what we saw on Saturday is definitely the reason that, that Demery Croft has gotten starts the last couple weeks, even though he's been not great, because I like we had talked about sometime over the last couple weeks, the offense definitely has the chance to be what it can be uh, with him at the helm because of the threat of running, and we definitely saw that. So um, I think that was important. But definitely the other thing you mentioned, that Nebraska defense is garbage. Uh, that's, that's the worst defense we've seen all year, and that's saying something. We played Oregon State. Um, so, so certainly great to see the offense execute, uh, great to see the team get a, a blowout win over a big 10 opponent, but, you know, as always got to take it with a little bit of a great assault. Matt, uh, you like me were on the couch watching the game, your thoughts on, uh, Minnesota's offense rolling all over uh, Nebraska. Uh, yeah, a lot of fun finally to, to see kind of most of it clicking. I mean, obviously they didn't need a big passing game, um, but you know, Demry wasn't bad in the passing game either. I mean, he had, you know, the, the receivers had a few drops and um, so that, that was exciting and a lot of fun. And it is fun to watch uh, in my mind, a team that spent a lot of money to bring in a big name defensive coordinator like Bob Diaco um, just shit the bed all season long. Uh, so Way to go, Huskers! Thank you for that. Uh, it ad- it added to my further to my enjoyment of a, of a huge win. 
Broppy. Yeah, everyone sounds so down. Yeah, Nebraska sucked, but that was a lot of fun. It, the, the, the Iowa game in, what, 2014, where I was uh, forever uh, recorded in, in, in GIF mode for having my hands in the air after we went up by 20 points midway through the second quarter. Uh, it's available upon request, if you'd like that. That at still got hope one on Twitter. Um, it was a lot of fun. I mean... We just haven't had much of an opportunity to beat the crap out of teams before, uh, you know, particularly Big Ten teams. And to get to do it against a team that 30 years ago, I mean, one of the first games I remember was Nebraska beating us by 50 points. So they've always, you know, yeah, that was a long time ago. Yeah, they turns out they don't run the triple option anymore. But they were, uh, I mean, they were the team to to beat that, that I grew up with. So clearly they're not that team anymore. Uh, they were, uh, as Jer said, the worst defense we've seen this year, and it, and it wasn't close. Uh, but it's still fun to it's still fun to, to, to beat another Big Ten team up. And, uh, you know, offensively, are we going to be able to do what we did against Nebraska, against Northwestern or Wisconsin? I would say yes, ab- absolutely not. We will not do no. that. Uh, we'll get into the Northwestern game in a, in a little bit here. <clears throat> and, you know, defensively, I, I think we did a great job stopping the run, which obviously was the massive issue coming out of the Michigan game that we won. Um, but it was nice to, you know, not give up 400 yards on the ground. I actually think they kept them like in like the 60 to 70 yard range. We looked a little bit questionable in in uh, in pass coverage. Uh, but again, you know, playing with the mash unit in the secondary, that's that's going to happen. But uh, no, it was a lot of fun. We were dancing around. We had a bunch of friends around us. It was great. I mean, I think Jerry and I were talking a little bit before the game that we were in the beer tent at Stubborn Herbs, probably on our eighth or ninth beer of the morning, which for an 11 o'clock is, you know, not bad. It's pretty good jag for 11 o'clock for an 11 o'clock game. And both of us were like, yeah, I'm not the slightest bit excited for this game. Uh, the only saving grace was that maybe Nebraska was worse than us. And they were, and I don't know about Jer. I had a great time at the game. I thought it was absolutely fantastic. So let's enjoy it. You know, we don't. Uh, it's been kind of a rough season. Uh, I, I think we can acknowledge how much fun that game was to to beat the crap out of another Big Ten team, even if uh, Mike Riley uh, might not make it through the the season and uh, Nebraska is an absolute shambles of their former selves. Yeah, and don't and don't get me wrong about what I said earlier. A hundred percent. As far as enjoyment at the game the most fun i've had for sure in the last two years at a game at tcf bank stadium you know in addition to the fact that the team performed well um you know it just it was a beautiful day Uh, frothy was sweating his balls off literally uh because he wore his carhartt bibs but uh aside from that uh just an awesome day a lot of fun everybody in the sand seemed to be having fun we didn't get into fights with uh, any opposing fans, which was great. The Nebraska fans, actually, a couple people I think have mentioned it, but Nebraska fans are in a very strange place right now. I mean, they are very down on their team. They're very worried about what's going to happen with their program. Uh, the couple folks that I had a, a very brief chance to talk with um, have no hope of them um, even – I mean, everybody is pretty certain that that Mike Riley is gone. Nobody seems to be very confident about what the next move is going to be. Um, So that was interesting. But, yeah, overall, just a a super fun day. 
I could I turned the game on maybe a couple of minutes late and they were already up seven nothing and hadn't even announced this. And I was like, what is happening? And then you go back and see that he you know returned the kickoff to start with. Like that's a hell of a way to start the game and uh, it rolled from there. You know, Duke McGee had the big stop on fourth down later in the half, and that's that was one of the turning points when they really took control. But super fun game to watch. I couldn't couldn't believe it. I was watching it. Uh, on the big screen downstairs and came upstairs. My wife was like, so what happened? Cause it's been one of those years where I have to, you know, say every game, how terrible the Gophers have done. And I was like, I can't even believe it. They scored 54 points. This offense scored 54 points in a big 10 game. Uh, I said, I don't know if we did it the last two weeks, but pretty unbelievable to see it here. And, and a lot of fun for uh, certainly one week. And even if they're not Nebraska, they're still Nebraska to us as frothy as you said. I mean, the 84 13 game or whatever that was. I mean, there's still a mystique to that program and it still carries a name. And whether, you know, they're, they're as down as they've been maybe ever or been a very, very long time, but it still feels great to kick the crap out of them on our home field. Absolutely. Agreed. Yeah, no reason to. I mean, certainly don't want to take anything away from the team. There's, there's no doubt as far as putting a game together uh, in all three facets of the game that that this is our best game of the year. So, um, you know, whatever you think about Nebraska as far as how they're executing this year, that's still a Big Ten team. That there's still very talented players on the other side of the ball, and um, you know, one way or the other, it's still it's still a good win for this team in this program where we're at right now. Yeah, I feel like I got to represent myself a little bit here. You know, I wore the Carhartts because, you know, when I when we were at the tailgate lot at you know, shortly after 7 o'clock in the morning, it was cloudy, there was a little bit of a breeze, and I'm thinking to myself, well, you know, we sit in the sun, but the bleachers can be kind of cold, so I'm, why take the chance? Why take the chance on being cold when I can be warm? So we went, we went to St- Southern Herbs, had breakfast there, went in the beer tent. We leave the beer tent, and it's beautiful and sunny outside. Well, now I'm a mile away from the parking lot. I'm not going to run my Carhartts back there. So I gutted it out, man. It was like cutting weight for wrestling again. It was, like wearing, sure, old, yeah. it was like wearing the old plastic suit, riding the bike in the shower, you know, spitting in a bottle, trying to get rid of all the water I possibly could. I probably, I probably lost a good 10 pounds of water weight. I mean, those things were, 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 were absolutely soaked by the time it was all said and done, but I don't think Jerry heard me complain once. I hope, up- wait a minute. Well, anyway, uh, <laughs> I, I, I hope that I wasn't, I, I don't want to, I, I just, you know, I, I want to be very clear. I don't like to throw the word hero around lightly. Um, but, uh, I mean, it was a hell of a performance. I, I you know, right. Some heroes wear car hearts. I've heard that's you know. absolutely right. Yep, that's absolutely right. Some heroes go into the game about 235 pounds and leave about 220 pounds. I'm sad. I missed that. Um, other big story from the game. I know this might have been a top pod question, but uh, purple Lamborghini before kickoffs. Great thing or greatest thing? Matt, uh, Matt, I guess, Matt, you weren't there. Let's start with Frothy or Jer. Frothy, your thoughts on, on the purple Lamborghini? So we've been we've been hearing it, you know. I think if not all season, for most of the season, we just we just don't score very much. So we don't we don't we don't kick the ball off. Well, when you put up fifty four points, you're you're you know, scoring all the time. You're kicking the ball off all the time. So all of a sudden, you got a little Skrillex featuring Rick Ross just blasting out, "Ain't no mercy, ain't ain't no mercy." Boom, boom, and. 
I got to be honest with you, I'm not much of a dancer, but but I was dancing. It wasn't really so much of a of a dance as it was just sort of running into each other. If you can imagine like the old, you know, sort of death metal spin pits that they used to have in front of the stage where people just run around and smash into each other. Well, this was three of us in a row, uh, but it was otherwise it was just like that. It's it's sort of like a mini mosh pit amongst your ticket group for everybody. Like you just kind of bump into each other and bounce around, and the the reason it's so fun is because the the players are doing it. The players on the sideline are doing it. They're getting hyped up. They're getting ready for the kickoff, and the the players on the field who are out there kind of huddling to get ready for the kickoff and spreading out to you know make the formation. They're doing it too. So you know that that energy that PJ has been trying to get to carry over from when the team scores into the special teams and ultimately into defense and throughout the game has been happening on the field. And I think this was the first week where in the stands we were, we were kind of inundated with that song so much that it started to make its way into the, into the stands. And I know, I, we were certainly initiating it in our group, and I think I, we saw a couple videos on Twitter where other people were doing it as well. And I started to, and I tweeted out over the weekend, I want to see that continue. That was a lot of fun. I think it's very helpful to keep the crowd going um, after a touchdown, after a score like that. So, yeah, that was a lot of fun. And I have to tell you, I had no clue what that song was. We had heard it probably throughout the year. Uh, but had to had to look it up, and, and like Chris said, it's a certain part of of that song. But uh, uh, but a lot of fun to uh, just kind of get that, keep that excitement going after a touchdown into uh, the special teams and the defense phase. After that, what, yeah, what the, the hell is uh, a Skrillex? Is that uh, I don't know. What are you, you people? Don't, oh, you don't delete your you account. I'm kidding. If you don't appreciate dubstep, I don't even want to be on this podcast anymore. What what dubstep? What year is this? Is this is this 2007? Aren't we on to something new by now? I don't. Well, so that that's my concern, right? Is that so? Right now, this song is popular, and I would be shocked if it's not PJ and probably the players driving what song is played in those sorts of situations. I don't think it's. I don't think it's some uh, middle-aged dude in the uh, in in the AD who's out there thinking, "Hey, let's go with Skrillex and Rosé," you know, to to get to get the to the crowd amped up after a score and, and before a special teams play. So, you know, I think I, I probably listened to the song fifty times since Saturday. I, everywhere I go, I just put it on as sort of a first way to go, and uh, it, it, it's gotten me through. But I'm thinking, you know, given the sort of flightiness uh, and mercurial nature of uh, 18 to 22 year olds, this probably isn't going to be a song that's going to be a tradition for the next 20 years for us. It it might make it through the end of the Wisconsin game, but I suspect we'll be on to something else by the, by the, uh, by the, by the time the next season rolls around. So I'm, I'm trying not to get too jacked about it and I'm just playing the hell out of it right now. So I'm going to be sick of it by the time the Wisconsin game is over and uh, then I'll just be prepared to hopefully have something equally as hype as uh, as this uh, when we go into next season. Yeah, I 
<laughs> Just think of that how many times? Seven, eight, nine times for the game? That's, that's pretty good. It was so awesome. And you know what? I've been thinking about it. So, I mean, obviously, over the weekend, we were excited about it. We were like, we don't ever want this song to change. Just let it always be this. And uh, I was thinking about it a little today, and it was like, you know, as long as the tradition of some song that gets everybody pumped up and keeps everybody pumped up after that score and into the next phase continues, I'm sure that whatever song it happens to be, uh, would be okay, but this certainly has been a, a very fun revelation this week. Oh yeah, I mean let's not let's not fool ourselves. Like I love the song, and it, and it really gets me going right now. But it's not exactly like Inner Sandman for Virginia Tech, right? <laughs> it's not one of those songs that's going to just be a legacy for for years and years to come. Um, but it is a it's a really it's a really fun song, and and I, it was it was probably that song. As much as the the team that that made me have a really good time because we were just having so much fun with it, and you know, no knock against the University of Minnesota, but a total knock against the University of Minnesota. Sometimes the game atmosphere isn't really all that enjoyable, but I think playing that song really allowed us to get into the game. You know, even though the the team was amazing, right? That allowed us to sort of enjoy being fans for a little bit. And that just doesn't happen particularly often for us. So kudos to the U for for that for playing that song. It really uh, it really made the whole game for me. I think if we have this go on for two more games, it will become the new greatest tradition in college football. Um, just, so yay! Have they a uh, follow up question for the game day experience? Have they figured out the end of the? third quarter thing yet at home games or is that still a work in progress uh it's still kenny Loggins, and it's still not as good as it was when it was levels yeah that's terrible but we we had we had the people sitting behind us who are uh the 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 patriarch of the family is a i don't know probably early 50 something uh farmer from southern minnesota who Basically, as soon as Kenny Loggins came on, he sat down and says, I can't dance to this. So that'll that'll tell you uh, how uh, Kenny Loggins is polling in uh, in our section. But I don't know. There's clearly some demand for it. Uh, I we were uh, speculating earlier. Maybe it was maybe it was P.J. Fleck who just loves Kenny Loggins so much that has insisted that's happened. And as soon as word gets out that it was his idea, uh, we're all going to be listening to playing with them boys. And what is it? House on Pooh's Corner or something. I'm not I'm not exactly your uh, your resident Kenny Loggins aficionado, but. I think it's, if word got out that it was uh, it was Flex idea, we would all of a sudden uh, be getting Kenny Loggins tattoos on the on our back. Well, you don't don't have one yet. Shit. Yeah, I know I'm the black sheep. Yeah, way to go on that one. Um, last uh, last Nebraska game. Actually, Matt will give you this one here to set up. Um, we weren't. Let, let's let's put it mildly and say we weren't confident in uh, Demry Croft as starting quarterback before this game. He had had a rough stretch since that fourth quarter in Michigan State when he looked good. Um, after watching about Nebraska, how do you feel about uh, Demry Croft starting quarterback going forward? I feel good uh, with Demry Croft for the rest of this year. Uh, I'm still not 100% convinced he can be the guy uh, moving forward, but uh, I'm not uncomfortable with him for the rest of this year and as a potential for the coming year. 
Come up with that. Brothy, you agree or disagree? Take yourself off mute, Brothy. <laughs> Hey, it's my it's my turn to be a technical issues guy. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't know that we have any choice. It's Demry or who? Uh, he looked great against Nebraska. He ran the zone read about as well as you can run the zone read, and had some pretty good moves to 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 juke people. It was funny. So the the on, on I think a seventy three yard touchdown run, uh, the Gophers were on the other. They were on the closer to the closed end of the stadium and we had to, our line of sight was sort of through the Nebraska bench. So I was looking up at the, the, the jumbotron, which is pretty close to us. And he ran that play and then uh, deke the safety that was coming in to, to get him. And then he was just off to the races. And it, I, I was looking at the jumbotron and I thought to myself, how many opportunities do you get to look at, somebody make a good, just clean, solid 50 yard run into the end zone, right directly toward you. So then I stopped and I just, I, I'm sure my mouth was hanging open and it was just a look of amazement on my face as I just watched him just go trotting into the end zone from 50 yards out. It was absolutely glorious. I just don't think, I mean, you look at his passing numbers in the Iowa and the, and the Michigan game and he was, he was completing like 30 something percent of his passes. Now this week it looked like there were, I think he, you know, had something like, uh, like six or seven incompletions or something. And four of those were attributed to, to drops by the, the receivers. So maybe he's found something in the passing game that was entirely absent, uh, outside of the Michigan state fourth quarter where he came in for the first time. Uh, but it, again, I, I just don't think we have any other options. So I'm not going to sit there and pine to have Connor Rota put back in the game because we had a good solid run of seeing what that was like. And I don't know that we want to go back to it. And frankly, there's nobody else that, that we could put in. So yeah, I'm all in on uh, I'm all in on Demry right now. I agree. Uh, the one thing Frothy and I talked about when we were at the game that I that I liked that they did was it felt like they. Uh, did things a little bit differently to try to get him going early. And I feel like there's been a, a line of quarterbacks at Minnesota where we've had to do this, where you almost have to um, just script out the first, you know, couple series of plays where it's just short passes, you know, some outs, some dump offs, get the confidence up early and then allow the athleticism to take shape. So, I mean, I agree. It's like, this is this is what we have right now. Um, I think we take the good with the bad as far as Demry is concerned. Um, he's he's clearly got the ability to be able to move this offense. Um, you know, obviously a good defense neutralizes him quite a bit, but he, he's the best shot we have right now. And um, when he's on, when he can, uh, you know, get into some space, he's certainly got the ability to make guys miss and uh, make some big plays. I was encouraged to see it, to say the least. I was fully prepared to have to rely on our defense the last three games and just hope we get anything out of the running game. So, again, he didn't do much throwing. There were some drops for sure. I think his passing numbers could have been even better because he had a couple good looks there. But uh, it's going to be tougher sledding, certainly, against uh, the Purple Smart kids in Northwestern. And then uh, we'll we'll deal with Wisconsin in a couple of weeks here. But uh, that was certainly encouraging signs. All right, um, let's switch gears here for a minute. Speaking of encouraging, uh, go for hoops. I haven't followed uh, college basketball in quite a while, but it might be time to start again because uh, they've been on fire. Beat Providence, uh, the most recent win. I know Providence isn't ranked, but they're right in the bubble. That's still a big 
and everyone seems to be talking about uh, how well and how good Gopher basketball looks. Frothy, you're our resident expert uh, as it goes. Um, tell, us, tell, tell us a bit about the Gopher Hoops team. <laughs> the as it goes qualifier is absolutely gold. Um, yeah, and uh, that's a testament to the uh, the the, the uh, basketball uh, acumen that you guys have. If I if I'm the I'm on the resident expert. So uh, what I promised to do for uh, before we got on here during our uh, our weekly production meeting was uh, more or less to, to chew up three minutes talking about gopher basketball and then uh, hand it over to you guys to sort of pick up the pieces. But, yeah, so uh, here's the extent of, uh, of my basketball knowledge. I watched the game last night, and, and we won. Um, and, and that pretty much sums it up. No, it, like, I was... Great analysis. Good, good breakdown. Yeah, Love it. Right? That's, that, that's what you come to Top Pod for every, every week. No, you know, I think for the first five minutes of the game, Providence couldn't hit anything, and and we were making all of our shots. And I think they called uh, they called a timeout uh, shortly before the first TV timeout, and we were up like ten or eleven to two or something. I was like, this is going to be awesome. This is fantastic. And then uh, shortly thereafter, Providence got their uh, got their stuff together and ended up taking a, a small lead into the half. And we just didn't look very good. Amir Coffee was nowhere to be found. We just didn't look like we had any sort of cohesiveness on offense. Uh, we you know we weren't making the passes. The guys weren't getting enough space, and we were just kind of jamming up the middle. And consequently, we weren't we weren't having a lot of success. And then the second half uh, kind of came around, and then quite honestly, Jordan Murphy just completely and totally took the game over. Um, it, it, you know, for a guy who is, I think he's listed at like six, nine or something. He, he's probably closer to like six, six, maybe six, seven. He is just all over the place and was just, you know, was able to drive and was getting rebounds and was just making all of his shots. And then Amir Coffey came on uh, and played pretty well in the second half and, and allowed us to, to pull away. But, you know, I, you know, I, I, I can talk at sort of the 10,000 foot level and say, yeah, Providence was wasn't a top 25 team. They were right on the edge. I think they were like 30 or 33 like that. And, you know, according to Kempom, I think we were three point underdogs going into that game. So to go in there against a team that, that's made the final four the last few years as I think four returning starters to go in there and win by 12 on a true for a true road game is is not anything to to sneeze at like that 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 is a that is a good resume win um later on in the year provided that providence goes on to to what people think they can do uh you know we're going to need to play a lot better um I, we've got some tough games uh coming up here uh over the next few weeks in non-con a, a few interesting games anyway i think most notably against miami in a couple of weeks but, it, it, you know, it, so we're going to need a lot more out of our guards. Um, we're going to need, you know, Lynch to, to factor a little bit more than he did. Um, we're going to need Coffee to play more consistently. And I think it would be a little bit unreasonable to expect Murphy to continue, continue with the pace he's been going right now. My biggest concern is just the lack of quality depth, you know, at the, at the, at the power forward and center position, you know, Bakari Panate and, and Fitzgerald came in and were basically good for nothing else except their, the, the five fouls they bring to the table. But, uh, you know, I, I think, you know, not, you know, notwithstanding the fact that the team didn't look very good for about 15 to 20 minutes of game time, um, we should be pretty happy with this wing with, with this win. And I think uh, the team will, will only continue to, to get better from here. We just need, need to keep our starters, particularly on the front court, uh, on the court. Um, a little early, I know, looking ahead to Big Ten, but 
Is this a team that you think could win the Big Ten? It's been forever since that happened. Um, I mean, are we are we thinking a little too big with that, or are they are they ready with the roster that they've got? In your opinion? Well, I mean, they're. I, I think just given that given that Michigan State is Michigan State, I think it's going to be pretty tough to to beat them. Jack uh, West Coast Jack are. Uh, our uh, basketball or gopher basketball guy uh, wrote a, a little bit on this last week. It, you know, their uh, their sort of two single play games are, are substantially easier than ours, I think. And, and so they've got a clearer path to the the regular season Big Ten championship than than we do. Um, so I you know I think we're probably looking at a top two or three finish in the Big Ten, probably like a three seed in the NCAA's. Um, but you know, Seth Davis tweeted out last night, and you know. I'm not the biggest Seth Davis fan in the world, but if you're going to pimp the program, you're my favorite guy on earth. He said that, you know, we're, we're realistically a, a final four team. And I think it, it's based on the, the starting talent that we have. Uh, you know, we, we probably can compete with, with most teams in the country with, with our starting five. Uh, the depth uh, drops off pretty substantially, you know, when, when, uh, I, I, Isaiah Washington, Jelly Fam, uh, might might be our best guy off the bench, and he's a, a, a true freshman guard, and he's super talented, but uh, he's also uh, a little bit uh, shambolic in terms of uh, his ability to affect games both for the good and the bad. Um, you know, I, I think the key is going to be keeping Lynch on the floor uh, because the drop off from Lynch to Bacardi Canade is substantial and uh, mm, we'll be giving up, uh, sweet, sweet Bacardi Canate. Uh, we'll be giving up, up a lot. So I don't know. I think we can do it. I'm super optimistic. The, the credo that I'm trying to stick to here is is more or less. I'm not going to look too far ahead. I'm going to enjoy the wins that we get. I'm going to feel really good about the goodwill that the program is doing. And I'm going to take every possible opportunity I have to crap down the mouths of Wisconsin fans, because now this season is finally the time where we're going to do better than them in the big 10. Cause it's been years since we've done that. And I'm going to enjoy every second of it. What's, what's your favorite Bacardi Canate? Is it just regular Bacardi Canate or. I like Bacardi Canate Limon myself. Oh, Limon is good. Yeah, I like the Limon too. You guys like the one fifty one Bacardi Canate, or depends on, it depends on the day I've had, you know. And it really, honestly, depends on how much uh, how much time Bacardi Canate spends in the game. He spent a lot of time in the game yesterday, so the one fifty one seemed like That's- a much better option. The nice thing about the one fifty one is you can drink it and, and go blackout really quickly, but you can also use it to, to start your house on fire. I think, you can light you can light stuff on fire. Yeah, Ooh. I think actually Bacardi Canate one fifty one is the number of fouls per forty minutes as he gets, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> no, I, I liked it. That's no. a, I like it. Yeah, that was that was good well stuff. I like it. That's our best goal for basketball talk yet right there. That was, that was good stuff. I feel, feel good about that. Um, it's now time for that, that part of the pod we like to call top pod. Uh, we take questions from actual real people. We only have three listeners. So it's, you know, a lot of the same questions over, but we do appreciate uh, your questions. Send it at hashtag top pod anytime during the week or whenever we remember to ask for it on Twitter. But uh, JD, I believe you've uh, got a few questions queued up from our fine listeners for a uh, top pod. Yeah, uh, queued up is uh, the right word uh, that I have here. Sorry about this. Just, stalling, uh, stalling. 
I had them up, and then I was looking at something else, and uh, anyways, here we are. <clears throat> so, uh, first question comes from Kevin Z in the TC, and we'll one of our fine, one of our finest listeners, right. despite the fact Crofty will not will yeah, not acknowledge his existence. I think no. he's great. He's wonderful. But the uh, question is, uh, who gives better hugs, and why is it Matt O'Connell? <laughs> that was the actual question. That, that really was it. Well, uh, um, I, I was I that that was legit when I told you that I was I was voted world's greatest hugger. Uh, that is true. You can ask Diane Ramsey if you'd like. I can get you her number. Um, she she told me I gave the best hugs in the world. So um, I'm, I'm sitting if over wanna, here. If you want to argue I'm, with her, that's you know. I'm sitting over here and I'm snapping my fingers like I'm a shark and you're a jet, man. Because I will, I will, I will get into a hug off with you any day of the week. Well, I think, I think you know, as as I was saying in our production meeting, uh, I don't know that I do anything in the world better than than give hugs. And and I'm sorry that I forgot about about you know. It's not that I forgot. I was. I was you can't giving, even remember his name. I was giving a peach fart sarcastic response to somebody who was looking for some information. I'm sorry, Kevin. I, from the bottom of my heart, I hope that we're able to hug again. Well, I, I think our plan for the hug off, uh, you know, I mean, it's coming folks. Just stay tuned to Twitter and to still got hope and top. Just, just be aware it's happening. It's going to happen. Now that it's happening, I mean, you know, a hug off before the Wisconsin game in a couple of weeks. I mean, are, are we, should we, I don't know if we're supposed to say that on, on the air like this, but I mean, it's, it feels like it needs to happen. I, I mean, you guys going to, are you guys ready to bury the hatchet here or what? Well, I'm, I'm ready to let the people decide. Yeah, I think that's the it's the only way that it can be done. We're, we'll have to set something up with an impartial group of uh, people who are okay being uh, hugged by a large gentlemen, and uh, either we 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 leave it up to them for the ranking, or or we we take it to to YouTube and hope this thing goes viral and and Mock and I both lose our jobs. Well, we'll have to. It probably is best to hold on, not have it be at the Wisconsin game. Maybe we make it an off-season event. This this needs its own attention, as far as I'm concerned. Should we? Agree. That's fine. Well, it, it, I mean, I think we should probably. This is probably going to garner so much interest that we might actually want to consider uh, uh, some sort of spin-off podcast, like Hugged All Wrong or something like that, where where Mark and I just <laughs> talk about hugs. Um, well, hugged all wrong sounds like we we might end up in jail. Um, we might. We 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 might. Well, I I did propose walking around campus or the Mall of America or the State Fair or somewhere and just hugging random people and having them vote. I mean, I think that's maybe the most fair way um, because then we you know we we know that it's not some plant that we had that the other one paid to be there, but. Um, you know, I'm up for whatever. I mean, send your ideas in hashtag top hod for, uh, for the great hug off of 2017, 2018. I feel like you just suggested a very Roy Moore type of event. 
No, no, I said, look, I said, I didn't say high school campus. I didn't say we're going to the, did I say mall? You said mall. You said a mall. Uh, I want, we need IDs. We need to see your ID. (laughs) Uh, And you have to sign a waiver. Right. (laughs) Hashtag top off. Weird, weird, weird. Uh, Anyways, let's move on to another question if we could. Uh, uh, This one coming in from uh, uh, GoAUFer. Uh, Shooty Hoops hyped Zubaz uh, from the Daily Gopher, and it's topical because we were discussing this earlier. And he says, if the U were to ruin everything and stop playing Purple Lamborghini before kickoffs, which we discussed a little bit, uh, what song would you want to see replace it? I don't think you can replace it, can you? I mean, that's that's not that's not something you just go ahead and replace it with, right? It's, it's either, well, actually, the only the only the only other answer would be Kenny Loggins, but besides that, uh, Danger Zone would be a you know an obvious choice. Not um, bad. Sticking our Kenny. Not bad. But yeah, um, the only way it becomes a tradition is if we keep doing it. So we could either do the U thing, which would be end it all now, so that we can't have a tradition, or or just keep doing it. So I. I I think maybe we should try something new and keep doing it. Fair enough. Frothy, do you want to take yourself off mute and weigh in? Well, I figured it would be rude to take myself off mute and weigh in while Matt was still talking, but I appreciate the feedback. Um, no, I, uh, I, I think, I think you, I, I don't even know that we know the song that will be used when they stop using purple Lamborghini. Right. It, you know, it, I, if I had to, if I had to choose something, it would probably be, uh, God, I don't know. You know, like it, it, it wouldn't be this, but it would be a song like welcome to the jungle. Cause I'm a nineties kid. And uh, so that was always a song that, that got me uh, amped up. Unfortunately, it's become a cliche for NFL teams to, to be using that, but it's a song like of that, of that era that sort of machine has cards, sort of cards getting you up. Machine head by Bush machine no, head by Bush. No, that's Would terrible. Be, uh, that's, that, 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 that's an even worse selection than your hug. So, uh, wow. yeah, it's on. Wow. So yeah, I would say, I would say like early, uh, early nineties kind of, kind of hype metal. Uh, but I, I don't have, uh, I don't have anything off the top of my head. I'm, I'm pretty certain that next season it's going to be, I don't know, something by, Drake or T.I. Yeah, or one of those. Does, it's probably does Atmosphere or someone local, Brother Ali or somebody local have something that would work? I mean, that would be, you know, we love, if there's something we love in Minnesota, it's definitely uh, being provincial. So I would say if we can come up with something by a local artist, uh, that would be good. No, I think I, I think anything that, that would replace it, it, I mean, obviously something by a local artist would be awesome, but I agree with Frothy. I think whatever would replace it, Probably we don't know right now. It might not even exist right now. I, I mean, it literally might not even exist uh, in, in music right now as far as what would potentially replace it next year. If, the, if it's something that kind of PJ and the team controls as far as what's going to get them hyped up, it's probably going to be something that's very current, and, and it's probably not something that uh, even exists right now. So, um so yeah, who who knows what that uh, could potentially be? Uh, next question then comes from uh, Trey Tanik. Trey is a fast car, and uh, the question is: um, 
How about a most despised wildcat from each of you? So looking ahead, uh, maybe a segue to, to previewing the game. Who's our least favorite wildcat from each person? And uh, uh, I, well, well, whoever's ready to go, let's start with uh, with uh, whoever's got one off the top of their well, head. Well, are we, are we talking players or are we talking about actual wildcats? Like, uh, like actual feline creatures because if it's if it's actual feline creatures it, it, it it's the puma and it's not close for obvious reasons oh i've never liked mountain lions i'll just say it i've never liked them sure sure no, uh, neither of those are wrong answers no uh i grew up i grew up in tempe uh an arizona state fan so my uh, the arizona wildcats are my okay. least favorite oh okay. they're sure, well, sure. Uh, yeah. i will clarify just because now that you've all answered and you were all wrong, it's my turn to answer. Uh, the the wildcat was uh, capitalized. I guess uh, potentially Matt was uh, correct in his answer, but I'm just going to go with Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, he's my least favorite wildcat, and the only reason is because uh, th- th- I think the guy is the right mentality for that school, and if anybody can win there, it's probably him. So um, I hate him. Because uh, I, I don't want to uh, have to worry about having to beat Northwestern every year. I'd like to be able to chalk that one up as a W. Let's go, Cats. I, I have a hard time hating any Northwestern Wild. I mean, honestly, I I have a hard time working up a lot of hatred for, for Northwestern. So, um, yeah, that's a – I guess – and partly I don't, I don't know anyone who currently plays for Northwestern um, either. So Change your best. That's good. That's how you. That's how you find your way onto a. That's how you find your way onto a primarily football oriented podcast is not knowing a single player on the opposing team. Well, who cares about Northwestern? Um, You know, the hell with those guys. Don't get don't get don't get sassy about it. I was complimenting. Strong take. Very strong. I like it. All right. Well, that's going to do it for uh, this week's uh, hashtag Tall Pod questions. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw it back to you, Jeffrey. Well, thank you. Thank you very much for that. I always enjoy the, the Top Pod segments. Um, we should so, find a sponsor for that. Yeah, we, we definitely, definitely should. Vodka. Vodka's an option. I mean, that's one thing, but Just, I feel like we should, you know, really put it out there and see if there's any, anything else we can do, but I'm not opposed to it. All right, uh, so Northwestern this week, um, they have just another classic Northwestern season where they start off terribly, and now you ignore them, don't pay attention, and, oh, look, they're 7-3 and three somehow. Uh, they won seven games already in the season. They bounce back. You know, they beat Michigan State. They've had a pretty decent year as it's gone. Um, I have been on record as saying in other podcasts previously when we used to do this forever ago in other places that I just never respect Northwestern. I think Minnesota should beat them every single time they play them. Um, and I'll tell you right now, this year is no different. Uh, it's on the road, which doesn't matter because there's no home atmosphere at Ryan Field. Uh, you will find as many empty seats as you will Wildcat fans. And uh, so most of those seats are hopefully filled by the Gophers. But uh, I think Minnesota, we're not going to see, I think, the 400 plus rushing that we saw last week. But I think hopefully a better offense than we saw before the Nebraska game and a defense that can keep us in it. I think it's close, but I like our chances. Uh J.D., let's go right back to you. Uh, your thoughts on uh, playing Northwestern this week, and what kind of chance do you give Minnesota? 
Yeah, so broken record, uh, low expectations, blah, 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 gin blossoms, uh, the whole thing I've mentioned plenty of times before. Uh, I'm going to just go ahead and have uh, just not expect much out of us in this game, and then therefore I won't be disappointed. Having said that, um, I'm hopeful. It kind of seems like PJ talked a little bit this week in the – in the in the press conferences and whatnot about that they kind of felt like they figured out where they are how far down they had to pair the offensive game plan to make it manageable for Demery and uh, hopefully that carries over into this game obviously we're going to see a much more stout defense with Northwestern a team that's on a roll five games in a row winning for Northwestern is is uh, is nothing to sneeze at, so to speak, and um, so so definitely uh, I think we've got our work cut out for us, um, especially after what we saw last week. But I'm hopeful that the offensive scheme has been figured out to the point that we know what Demry can handle. We can give him the right play set, and uh, really seems like as he goes, our offense goes. Matt, your thoughts? Um, you know, I I got fairly high expectations this week. I think they're going to do well. Um, you know, PJ is is not uh, a stranger to Northwestern. He's, his teams have played them before and and beat them before. Um, and and frankly, Northwestern is one of those teams that seems like every year they have, or you know, or every year recently they kind of have uh, one or two, you know, quote unquote bad losses, and they really. They really don't this year. I mean, the, the Duke loss at the time at least didn't seem bad, although Duke has kind of gone to crap since. Um, maybe this is their week where they, um, you know, they, they're kind of, I guess I don't know if you'd overlook Minnesota for Illinois, but um, I, I think they're kind of due for maybe a bit of a letdown game. And um, that coupled with the fact that I think the Gophers are in a bit of a role now and have some confidence and likely uh, are going to come out and play well. Uh, I see Minnesota winning this one. Well, I guess I'll be the contrarian again. Um, I don't know. I, I feel like, if anything, we're probably due for a letdown game. We just crushed Nebraska. Everyone's feeling good. And although I think Demery absolutely played his best full game, he looked, you know, lights out against Michigan State in the fourth quarter, but. Beyond that, hasn't hasn't really looked very good. I, I looked really good, but you know, you you couple his relative inconsistency with our receivers' uh, propensity to 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 drop very 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 catchable balls. They're going to have to be a lot better on on Saturday, I think, for us to have a chance. You know, our, our our bread and butter to the extent that we have one has been running the ball, and Northwestern has been extraordinarily stingy in 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 run defense. So we're gonna need to pass it, uh, which is the way that teams have have beaten Northwestern. And I just don't know that we have the quarterback or the receivers to to be able to do that. I I, I certainly hope that I'm wrong. Uh, and then you know you're you're going up against Justin Jackson, who turns out is a pretty good running back. Um, and uh, I, I worry about our uh, ability to, to stop the run. Now, we certainly did it against Nebraska, uh, who also had a, a pretty decent rushing attack, uh, and uh, so that, that's good. I, I just I worry about the inconsistency, um, you know, particularly uh, on, on, on defense. So we looked really good uh, against the run against Nebraska, really 
fairly mediocre against the pass and you know the, the the week prior to that I think we looked okay against the pass and absolutely horrific against the run so it just really depends on what what team shows up um I think we absolutely can can beat Northwestern I just am concerned that uh, on the road uh, against a team that's won four in a row uh not exactly a murderer's row but they beat Iowa they beat Michigan State which you know it, it is a is a quality win I just am not sure that we've got what it's going to take to to beat them this year but uh I don't know. We'll see. I'm, I'm optimistic. Uh, I'll be uh, I'll be driving down to join Jer on Saturday morning to to watch the game with him. So hopefully uh, the, the 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 two of us can uh, enjoy drinking some beers and uh, and watch us win that game. You thanks for the invite, jerks. I mean, yeah, maybe I, can you consider that maybe maybe Jeff and I would like to go. Maybe yeah, maybe That's once cool. in a while we'd like to be a part of something. Well, Jeff actually was invited. I was going to invite you right now, Matt, if you want. Well, I mean, no. Obviously, it's not that. You know, it's fine. Whatever. I mean, I, you know, it's fine. I don't need to go to a stupid football game. Well, this got on. This this was this is uh, the the un- the very special uncomfortable episode of Top Pod. Do you guys want to talk about NASCAR at all? I have NASCAR thoughts. As long as we don't talk about that other football team, I think we're okay because we made a promise that we wouldn't do that. Yeah, to be fair, I made the promise. You guys, that's the, I have no problem. And, I, and I, to be fair, I have no issue with that. I don't want to, you know. I'm <laughs> so. We have very few rules here at Top Pod, but uh, that we, we may we decreed that one, so we got to stick to it. Do you, do you really have NASCAR thoughts you want to share? You got something about a lot of a lot of guys turning left for four hours? Uh, uh, we actually become very fond of NASCAR, but I won't share my thoughts here because I what know is, nobody cares. Oh, you. Jesus. I Never mind. I'm sorry, I went to the race in Vegas in March, and ever since then, it's just been a just a deluge of, of NASCAR for me. It's just, I, you know, you know, you know, we spent 10 minutes today talking about who gives the best hugs and throughout the remainder of the episode, mock and I have been tweeting out uh, pictures of, of the great hugs that we give. So it, it, it's okay. If you want to indulge in NASCAR a little bit, buddy. No, I, I'll, I'll save it for the off season. There's a there the Daytona 500. Well, and I might want to. Well, anyways, we'll leave it alone. It's fine. Uh, I was just trying to change the subject from uh, us having to talk. Uh, just 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 be very uh, disparaging with each other about Northwestern. So. Oh no! I mean, I understand. No, you're trying to change the subject away from the fact you you guys don't want to include me in your road trip, and that's fine. I Stop it's fine. It. You're it's fine. You know you're invited. No, it's fine. Oh, it's fine. It's fine. I don't need to go to Chicago again. I've been there before. Whatever. That, um, due to our incredible popularity, we're going to have a couple spinoff podcasts. One for just just hugging it out, um, and another for for NASCAR. And we'll see what other. Yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to three or four more. This I mean, this is where it starts as top pod, but there, there's no telling where we can go. Uh, we were well, making the best- so many jokes today about us having one to three listeners. If if I had a NASCAR podcast, that would be the actual listenership. Well, the best part is that all four of us would be on it, and it would be a lot. I, I'd imagine it would be a lot like our basketball breakdowns. No, it would just it be one of us no, who knows a little bit talking about it. Great job! Come. You did a great. Uh, Rothy did a great job on basketball today. I'm not playing. No, I'm, 
I'm not ripping Frothy, not for his basketball. I'm just saying it would be yeah. one guy doing all the talking. That's and the rest was going, yes. I am Left really good at listening to other people talk crap. about stuff they know more than me about, which which works really well on a podcast. That works great. Um, Frothy, before we go, you uh, you had a new writer on the site, I noticed. Uh, is that going to be that going to be a thing, or was that just like he had some charts and graphs to share and we were excited to get him back for, for that one post? Are we going to have more MV? Oh, yeah, MV at DT. Uh yeah, you know, I think I think we probably will. I don't know with what with what sort of regularity. I, it, it certainly isn't going to be the blistering pace that he co- took up for the uh, few years that he was uh, running Fringe Bowl Team blog. I, I think he probably spent uh, the entire time that he shut Fringe Bowl Team down blog uh, until he posted his article yesterday writing writing that one. So I think at best we're probably looking at one every what five years or so. So, uh, you know, I would probably you know, pace yourself reading the one that was that was posted yesterday. Uh, you maybe you know, sort of print out the, 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 the charts and maybe look at one every every six months or so uh, to make sure that you're you're getting your MV sustenance uh, in between the periods that, that, that he's not writing. Uh, no, seriously, though, uh, thrilled to thrilled to have him. Uh, it, it's obviously knows uh, knows the game really well, uh, can break down the, the data like uh, nobody else in, in, in the gopher space can. And it uh, and, and spins a pretty good yarn at, at the same time. So it's uh, it's awesome to have him there. I don't know. Uh, I don't know uh, with what sort of frequency he's he's going to be contributing. Uh, but uh, I think it, uh, it it it's great to have him back. Uh, I think the Gopher uh, Intertrons is is better with with him there. I think his his absence has been felt as those of us who are less data inclined uh, have have struggled. I think at times to explain why. Things have gone the the way that they have uh, with respect to you know our, our, the talent on the team, particularly at the quarterback position. And uh, MV can come in and, and tell that story in a in a pretty clear way, uh, in a pretty concise way. So again, uh, thrilled to have him there, and uh, excited to to see uh, what other sorts of things he's uh, able to to dig up and uh, tell us about to help us understand uh, where the Gophers are, maybe what some of what Fleck is trying to do. I like it. Uh, a little more MV is always good. Uh, lots of stuff from Frothy. JD's writing you on there. Trevor you Star said Red. little in MV. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> it's li- it's, it's you said little and MV. Literally. That's funny. That's funny. Because he's Every, small. Everyone needs everyone needs a pocket friend. It is pretty fantastic, though. Uh, I have uh, since retired from the game because I'm getting too old. But uh, at Jer, our part took this week. Uh, one thing that we've always done uh, with uh, MV when he shows up to the games is when they do the uh, the uh, circle of life with uh, where people h- hold their babies up in the air. We've 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 held MV up as our as our child. So uh, he's our he's our pocket friend, and uh, we're we're happy to have him in our season ticket group. Happy to have him season tickets. Happy to have him back on the interwebs. Uh, some good stuff going on. Still got hope. Frothy's writing a ton. Trevor's our resident uh, Timberwolves expert. JD's posting some good stuff. Matt might even post again. I'm, it's crazy stuff, but it's any. You never know. We got basketball Jack on the West Coast. It's it's the it's the best gopher content on the internet. You can't even argue. Jeffrey's going to be posting soon too. Maybe I mean, someday. We got all kinds of we got all kinds of things going on. Um, I'm afraid to ask if we should talk about anything else because it's just started nothing but fights on this podcast. But I, I feel like we've covered everything, have we not? I haven't. I also haven't seen the latest um, college football playoff rankings to see how low Wisconsin is ranked and how upset oh. their fans. Are. Sure, they're not. 
about where they are. Uh, they're ranked fifth. Mm, it's better than fourth, but they're getting closer yeah. to the places. Too close for yeah. comfort. It's it's definitely it's definitely getting getting concerning, particularly when uh, when Clemson Clemson and uh, Miami are both in the in the top four and uh, and play, yeah. play, they'll they'll play each other in the in the ACC championship game. So um, and, and there's a very and there's a very real chance that uh, that Alabama could get knocked off by by Auburn, which doesn't necessarily mean they won't stay in the top four. But yeah, there's a lot to be concerned about. Yeah, that uh, I don't, I don't, I don't even know what to hope for anymore. But uh, my, I don't know. <laughs> it would be really. Well, I, to, I, it would be I think. Go ahead, Matt. I'll say this: uh, Minnesota fans have never been bigger Wolverine fans than they will be on Saturday. No, you're, there's no question about that. And in two weeks, I'll probably be a gigantic, uh, or three weeks, I'll probably, or two weeks, I guess, I'll probably be a gigantic Ohio State fan. So. My my allegiance is extraordinarily fluid when it comes to who uh, when it comes to the Badgers. And just remember, if you're looking for hope, we should be better than them at basketball this year, and that makes my heart happy. Um, gentlemen, I think that about does it for us for this week. Uh, game time is a week. We're an 11 a.m. kick, correct? Is that am I think, or is it, or is it afternoon? Please, I thought I had it in front of me here, and now I'm scrambling. I know it's a BT. Uh, 11 a.m. is correct. 11 a.m. is correct. Okay. Um, all are welcome to join uh, Jer and Frothy to watch the game, except for apparently Matt, but everyone else. If you guys want to head down to the bar and watch the game with those guys, they'll be uh, they'll be there watching. If you can't do that, it's on BTN. It's also on your radio at uh, KFAN uh, 100.3 or streaming on iHeart's radio. And that'll do it, I think. Uh, as always, for these fine gentlemen, for Matt, for Frothy, for JD, I am Jeff. As always, stay classy and go Gophers. Rosé!